0: fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast into the darkness where my friends and i play the call of cthulhu role-playing game i'm your host tom Rayleigh. the campaign is entitled at your door it was written by ellen eisenwell mark morrison barbara manui chris adams uh, scott d annie and herbert hike i'm your game master and this is episode 13 our recap will be given as by brian daly as his character dr jonathan liege so without any further delay Let's continue our journey into the darkness. Brian?
1: Uh, Desmond, Ethan, hold up. I'm going to tie my bootlace. As they're walking off into the distance, I'm going to write a note to leave under a rock. My name is Jonathan Liege. Uh, I'm one of... Five scientists hired recently to work for Full Wilderness for a, uh, for a summer. And things have been getting weird. We've, we've come out looking for a missing person to this area. And we found her car smashed knocked off the road um two of my colleagues noticed that there was a large handprint on the hood what this means is anyone's guess it probably means that things are getting weirder than I had anticipated but Continuing up the road, we came to a cabin where another person we were looking for was supposed to be living. When we rang the doorbell and talked on the intercom, it appeared that she was there, though I must have been a little too far back because her voice was strangely deep. And she hung up and asked us to leave. Uh, the sun's going down, and we're moving to investigate it, another area. Something, co- some place called the Black Table. I'm feeling a a lot of trepidation moving towards here. If uh, if we don't come back. Maybe our two colleagues that we left in the garage will find this note. Maybe someone else entirely will. If we do make it back, then I'll just pick it up and... Yeah. No one will know. Anyway. Off to the black table we go.
0: And describe... You say under a rock. Is it hidden under a rock or is it?
1: Like a a corner's poking out and it's bright white paper. So, and it's on the path.
0: All right. So, uh, you guys are heading towards uh, the table. You're heading towards the cleft between the mountains. The others, you were inside the garage and you've seen uh, Chuck uh, walking away and you're pretty for sure from his demeanor that he's probably going to head
2: towards the table too, thinking that that's where you've gone.
0: But at the moment, you're still inside the garage. What do you guys want to do? Uh,
2: Was I able to find like a hatchet or something in here or uh, maybe an axe handle, just something clubbing weapon?
0: Um. Do a spot hidden for me. All
2: right. So no, I wasn't. <laughs>
0: yeah, it looks like uh, looks like she didn't do any gardening or anything like that. So the place is it, there's not really anything in there. There is the car, the the
2: jeep. And the yeah.
0: keys are in the jeep.
2: Yes. Uh, yep. the keys are in the jeep. Yeah. I'll will grab the like uh, lug wrench.
0: There's not much. Okay. Yeah, there's not there's not much else in here except that poster on the wall of Jenny when she was younger.
2: Okay. And then once uh, I feel that Chuck has uh, made it a little ways away, I'm going to uh, key the the walkie-talkie. And hey, guys, come in.
0: Who's got the walkie-talkie?
3: I wasn't sure if it was me or not. Uh, you should, you at least would have
4: what I we all took yeah. them to Don Biozone.
2: Uh so.
3: come in over.
2: Yeah, uh, Chuck uh, came by up here. He's looking around uh, for us and he headed off. Uh he might be headed your way. Just thought you'd need a heads up. Copy that. Was there anything unusual about him? No he he was looking around I just, don't, I just don't trust him maybe I'm just being paranoid Just so thought you'd know So he, he one. either You didn't get spooked by him and, and attack him Unnecessarily and he didn't sneak up on you Thanks for the heads up right. uh, Duck
0: Mills out <laughs> Over and out And who's in the garage with you?
2: Uh, Margaret is Margaret Margaret do yeah, a spot hidden for me
5: Alright There you go Oh four.
0: That's really good. So uh, you're standing next to Heather. Heather was looking out the window, and she's talking on the uh, talking on the uh, the walkie-talkie. And you you glance over at that poster of Jenny. And for just a couple of seconds, you think there's like something crawling up the wall behind the poster right at the edge you thought at first it was bugs maybe an ant mm-hmm. but it's it there's no bugs it it's almost as if the wood is wiggling just a little bit
5: and i froze up a little bit so the wood on um, what
0: Right on the very edge of the poster that's that's on the wall, the wood of the garage uh, heather yeah yeah it it almost looks like it looks like a almost like a heat signal when you're looking at something through heat, mm-hmm. how it ripples mm-hmm. so I'll. Look at this. Look at the poster. What's that? Crap? Well, you realize it's not the poster. It's the wall. It's the wall underneath the poster.
2: Okay. Well, um... What the crap? It's just tacked to the wall. Yeah. When I go, I'm going to go over to the poster and kind of reach out with my... uh, iron I just try and rip down the poster with that because I don't want to okay. touch it
0: uh, not a problem uh, you' you you rip the poster in half and it flutters to the floor and it feels like a solid wall when you do that but behind the poster there is a rectangle that's been drawn on the wall and inside of it are uh little tiny letters. And as you stare at the letters, the letters are moving. Uh and you don't recognize the language. Uh but the whole thing, the more you look at it, the more bizarre it looks. It's actually it's like the text itself is alive to a sanity
6: rule.
2: Yeah. No. I passed.
0: If you pass do 1d I mean just just 1 damage and if you didn't do I uh, 1d3. Okay. 1. It, it almost seems like an optical illusion like when you look at it from different angles it's it's slightly different but it hurts it hurts your head to look at it. Right.
2: For any length of time.
5: Well, maybe we shouldn't have ripped the, the poster down.
2: Yeah. going to reach out. Touch it. It feels solid. Solid. All right. Um, take my... I, try, you Be, know, try be careful, sc- Heather. I, I am, but I can't look at this and try and scratch the wood.
0: Nothing happens to the wood. It seems
2: impervious to you.
5: All right, let, let, let's just try to keep an
0: eye on the house. Let's. Yeah, yeah.
5: So go I'll... back over and look out the window, but still like sneak and
2: looks back. Yeah, be like a train wreck, you have it, to keep yeah. looking back. Yeah,
0: you feel You feel very uncomfortable being
2: in the room with whatever
0: the hell that thing is. Bet I don't want to go outside.
2: Is <laughs> uh, it dusk? Mm-hmm. Yet, or is it still uh, l- some light up? It's out starting there.
0: to get late afternoon, and you haven't seen any activity at the house at all.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, that's bothering me that much. I'm going to. Uh, there's just the uh, main garage door and the w- door I broke in, correct? Right. Yeah, I'm going to step oh. out. Yeah, I'm going to step out the one I. Broke and try and just kind of walk behind the garage because it's bothering me, but I still don't want to be seen from the house. So, okay,
0: yeah, uh, behind the garage, you're sort
2: of looking into the woods going up the hill. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna sit down there and kind of, uh, whichever side of the garage where you kind of like lean over and peek out, you can kind of see the front door of the house the best. Also on that side,
0: yeah, that would be the. Um, pull up my map right side of the, the right side of the building, so right. Um, okay. Yeah, nothing. You can still see the light on upstairs. Hmm. You haven't seen a curtain move or, or anything.
2: Okay Well, we're waiting for the moon, so we' I'm still going to wait to see if the moon comes out if anything happens before I try something else.
0: Okay, so your intention is to stay there watching the house uh, until whatever time the uh, the, n-
2: the moon rises, moon show yep. up. <laughs> yeah. The
5: moon, the moon shows up, but it's the new moon, so, right. so shows up without showing up.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Doctor Carlisle, Doctor Liege, Doctor Flores, uh, you've been hiking, and. After a while, you come to a place where it seems like the, the foliage, the luxuriance of the trees, uh, everything gets very, very fuller. The plants on the ground, the weeds, the, uh, everything it just seems to be more alive and more growing and, and everything. And you come into a little, you're, 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 you're going into a, can, a, a canyon that as you're going, it's getting tighter and tighter as you go. Um, Ultimately, as you're walking, there there are almost cliffs on either side of you, raising up, Um, and there are trees growing on top of the cliffs, and you can see that most of the light is blocked. It's it's not dark, black dark, because it's still there's light out, but it's definitely very shady, uh, very. I don't know how you'd say it. It's just, it's gloomy. It's gloomy. Yeah, it's gloomy, but it's not unpleasant. And you can see that where you're going up ahead, there is a large slab of granite, irregularly shaped. Um, Probably it sheared off the side of one of these cliffs thousands of years ago and landed here. And it's relatively flat on the top. It's about eight feet wide and about 12 feet long. And that must be what everybody's talking about. It almost looks like it should be some sort of pagan altar, the way that it's sitting there. Uh, How's the animal life? You hear no birds. You hear you've seen no animals. However, you do hear insects. Sounds like lots of them.
4: Uh, And is there a waterway at the bottom of this canyon or valley? Mm -mm. Nope. Curious. Um, I assume that uh, one of us had the foresight to look in the daily paper to see what the times of moonrise and moonset were, and sunrise and sunset for that matter. Yeah,
0: well, just for, for the sake of argument, midnight, Uh, the new moon would be at its zenith.
4: Um, And uh, Ethan, Jonathan, uh, the plan was for Evans and Mills to join us before the big show, right? Correct. Uh, So I guess we'll just scout out a good vantage point, maybe, where we could look at the table stone and not be very obvious
3: to uh, any revelers coming here. Correct. We also have that guy going to come looking for us to make sure we're okay, because we left our car or our jeep or whatever at his place. Right. Yeah, I don't know if he'll feel like the stroll, but... wonder if maybe one of us should backtrack to the beginning of the ravine and maybe cut him off, let him know we're okay, we're researching something and he should just go back to his house. Yeah. Well, I don't
4: assume he's going to want to maintain a midnight vigil with us. You're just trying to save him trouble.
3: Yeah, or maybe he calls the authorities. Uh, three or four, uh, five people are out in the wilderness. I can't find them. And then we got rangers and firemen looking for us. Maybe a helicopter. I you mean,
4: they're not, gonna, they're not going to—they're not going to send out a search party if we've been gone for six hours. That's true. Uh, I mean. On the other hand, maybe we want a helicopter to show up in the middle of the night, or maybe we will. But I don't think that, yeah, I don't think we're missing party on, uh, for a while. That's yeah. True.
6: And I it's not go, like he doesn't
4: have plenty to, of parking yeah. space.
6: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I can go to the the narrow part of the ravine and uh, wait for Mills and Evans.
6: Mm-hmm. Kind of we could
3: uh, ra- ra- not of course, and we could radio them too to yeah. find out when they're coming. We could just wait here until we hear from them, and then head out. You know, no need to just sit out in the woods by yourself. Or
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: So, around six thirty or seven. Um, you guys do see Chuck. Uh, coming down the, the, the path that you guys followed um, and uh, he seems to be I'm walking but also he seems to be one of those people that if he sees something in the bushes he checks to see if it's a snake <laughs> you know uh, and uh, are you guys going to hide from him or are you going to just let him seek you
4: no, I think we'll hail him with a mouthful of trail mix. Okay. Once he's close enough to uh, for visual
0: contact. All right. So as soon as you do that, he's like, Oh well, hey there you guys are. He says hey. I was I was wondering. Hey. Uh, so you found the uh, the spot. Yeah, it's it's it stands out.
4: Uh, and I, you know, I'm going to walk around the thing and look at it and see what I can figure out about it geologically, et cetera.
0: See the old uh, Bigfoot tracks? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I
1: didn't no, expect no, no the... Bigfoot tracks.
0: He's like, well, he says uh, it's going to be a dark night tonight.
1: So we've heard. New Seems moon, like it's right?
0: pretty- Do you guys want to, like, come back? Uh, I can fix some dinner if you guys want. Uh, Your uh, hospitality is very
4: generous. Um, We're going to hang out here for a little while longer. Uh, Our uh, colleagues have gone exploring a different way, and so we're going to meet up here. It felt like a, a pretty good meeting place.
0: Couldn't miss it. Well, and as as you guys are chatting, uh, he's like, you know, this is this the area I'm really hoping to see if I can find uh, my uh, my little rattlesnake that I found that one time. Um, and he he walks over to the table and he starts looking around. He says, you know, there's little crevices and little spots in here that uh, that a snake like that could hide, and there's a there's a a chunk of rock sitting there, you know it's not pristine the the whole thing is not a pristine scene there's rocks and weeds and and he sort of he says you know a place like this might you might find something anyways he turns it over and all of a sudden uh there's no snake, but uh an unusual amount of very large crickets comes sort of pouring out. From under the rock, and he sort of jumps back and he's like, What the deuce? (laughs) Um, And do any of you have biology? Well, I'm sure, of course, you've all got biology, Uh, entomology. You can roll.
3: Natural world. Natural world, yeah.
1: Hey. Yeah. I got a general biology success there, so
3: I failed my natural world. Well it, I yeah, I passed my ecology.
0: Okay. As these as these crickets, and there's a lot of them, come sort of pouring out from under the rock, uh, you you realize that they're their behavior is a little odd. I mean, normally they would just scatter when you lifted up a rock, but they seem to all be moving sort of in unison as they move. And they're very big, at least twice the size you'd expect from natural crickets. And they're fat and juicy and plump. And they make a very disconcerting sort of tittering sound as they as they sort of swarm through the grass and as they do this, they swarm around the table and then they go back sort of under the rock into cracks and crevices and, and then they're gone.
1: The coloration on them, is it like a Jerusalem cricket?
0: No, they're more like, uh, well, they're just sort of a tawny brown. Um, they don't have stripes or anything like that on them, like the Jerusalem crickets do. Um Chuck,
4: do you have any entomologist friends? Were you uh, working?
0: That really. seemed
4: like that seemed like an unusual specimen right there.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd say that was pretty weird. Uh, anyways, there ain't gonna be no snakes under there with all those crickets.
4: Well, there wouldn't be any crickets under there if there were any snakes.
0: Do uh, do a spot hidden. Three of you can do it. Just made it. I found that also. <laughs> That's a fail. Well, Desmond, as you're looking uh, like where the crickets have gone and where where the crickets were, there's definitely what look like stains on the earth there that are dark, like
4: um, dark brown. Yeah, uh huh. How
0: about the surface of the rock itself? How tall is it? It's it's only about three feet high. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe three feet at one side, maybe three and a half feet at the other. So, just very gently slopes. Um, yeah, if you start looking around in the cracks and crevices, you can see evidence of um, meat.
4: And if I yeah, if I lick my finger and rub one of these stains, what do I?
0: Yeah, it's definitely uh, probably blood. Hmm.
4: Uh, well, I don't want to say anything to the fellows while Chuck is here. Mm-hmm. Uh. But that's alarming. Um, it's an active, it's an active site. Uh, it doesn't rain much in these parts, after all.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it it does when in the rainy season. Yes. Not right now. Um, I.
4: I want to. I want to get rid of Chuck. Um, what do you think, uh, Ethan, Jonathan? Uh, the girls should be coming from the other side of the valley. Do you want to go and and maybe head him off at the pass?
3: Yeah, that that works. Um... Chuck, I guess you're going to be heading home, or? I mean, we don't want to drag you around the valley for no reason.
0: Well, I, you know, I want to know something. Are you guys, like, pulling my leg? You guys are really Bigfoot people, aren't you?
3: Yeah, we are, but we don't want to admit it, but you caught us. But we're going to kind of stay here and search for some Bigfoot. But, listen, we're all doctors. Don't We don't want this getting out to our colleagues, and, you know, and it, I kind of put my head, you know.
4: Look, we. Being a Bigfoot scholar is not exactly great for tenure.
0: So what are
3: you guys planning? You are going to be out here all night? Pretty much. Well, not all night, take care.
1: We'll be out here for a while.
3: You
0: guys take care. If you want a little something to eat or some coffee or something, you know where my
3: trailer is. I, I really do appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah.
4: Thank you. And, and we'll try not to wake you up in the middle of the night. uh
3: you guys, Hope have something to,
0: to light your way because it's going to get pitch dark tonight down here. Oh yeah, we have flashlights. Yep. Right. Well, the terrain looks a lot different at night, you know. True. So, True. path just, is pretty clear if, though. Well, if you if you if you get lost, just travel in this direction. And he sort of points, and he says, "And you're either going to hit the cliffs, or if you if you go to your your right, you're eventually going to come back out onto the road."
3: Cliffs, as in a drop off cliff or no, cliffs go. Okay. Blockers. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, nice thing
4: about valleys. They have a sort of built in map to them.
0: All right. Good night. Good yeah. night. Thanks. And he turns around and starts walking back.
4: So, thanks. when he's out of earshot, uh, guys, uh, I don't want to uh, jump to the conclusions here, but I'm pretty sure that our uh, rock table is an active altar. There's those fat crickets are dining on some kind of blood, and I'll indicate what I've noticed.
3: Um, I'm wondering if they're getting big, like Jenny was getting big too. Maybe right. No, if
4: Jenny's if Jenny's giving some of her serum to the things that she and or Noel sacrificing on this rock then maybe the thing
3: that that uh
1: or if jenny's sacrificing some of her own blood
3: that's what i was thinking
1: then creatures ingesting that it, it could still be active in her bloodstream which is why she's been experiencing such growth because she couldn't she wouldn't continue to be dosing after this long right
3: who's this yeah i mean it could be addicting
4: maybe Uh, it could be the sort of thing where it seems dangerous for her to discontinue i'm wondering if she can even get out of the house at this point but she must be sustained by something she can't just have herded the cattle that she stole into the house and be slowly consuming them
1: did her voice seem did her voice seem low
4: she was whispering but i think it was pretty uh it was not
1: I, I was, I was a little far away from the the intercom, but it seemed, it seemed lower than I expected.
3: Well, if she was putting on that much size, the vocal cords would be um, changed. But think about uh, women that use steroids; they also get a yeah. deeper. It might be a combination of. Um. Do, a, do a, an
0: idea roll, a knowledge roll. Yeah. I finally passed. 44. Yeah, you too, Dr. Leash.
3: Just a regular success. That's I got a six. So a I'm
4: super extreme.
0: Um, you also heard her on the... Um, on the answering machine,
4: and her voice is deeper now than it was then.
0: And it, it yeah, but also there's something else. Hmm. It, it almost—you could hear it a little on the tape, and you, and uh, the very last recording on the tape. But you didn't think about it until now. It was almost as if multiple voices were speaking at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe we weren't hearing Jenny.
4: Yeah. I mean, if we weren't hearing Jenny, um, that would explain that voice on the intercom not seeming to know that Noel's car was shoved off the road. Right, yeah. But I don't think we have any, I, any reasons. I think we have more than one giant. Maybe, you know, maybe there's some way in which Jenny is possessed. I hate even to say the word, but given the fact that we have an incantation and
0: a giant S. Well, when you say that out loud, you do kind of realize that, yeah, it does sound like in a monster movie with, like, The Exorcist where there's two voices speaking at the same time. Yeah, like I'm not not confirming possession. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like. Like,
4: Right. It also could be some, you know, it could be some side effect of the increase in the size of her throat and vocal cords. There could be some weird resonance. Um, but that would you know but if she were in somehow in some wise compromised by some other entity, that might explain why there was a giant handprint that pushed the car off the road, but Jenny's
3: still worried about Noelle. Yeah, right. she might not even realize she had done what she did, if this is true.
4: Which is even more grim, because I was worried about having to confront just Jenny Armbruster, but if we're confronting Jenny Armbruster and she's got a passenger that has ill intent and did away with Noelle, well, it's a good thing we have copies of that endurance chant.
3: Yeah, and that leads to even more of a moral question, like if Jenny is trapped, if there is another entity using her body what to do in that situation
1: I don't know I don't I don't know of any uh, <laughs> any parapsychologists that I would consider reputable
3: I mean uh, t- two weeks ago we would have been laughing at just the words it's coming ludicrous. out of our mouths
1: it's ludicrous
3: yeah
4: so much for a life of science Dr. Carlyle, do you want to do you want to call the uh, 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 radio the ladies? Uh, I think maybe they should do a single turn o- about around the house. I'm wondering if oversized Jenny has an oversized exit somewhere, and we have only seen the front of the house really in one side. And if they just want to have a quick stroll and get a 360, and then come and join us. Does that seem like a good idea?
3: Yeah, so I'll just key it twice without saying anything so they know I'm... This mills, go. Hey, uh, what's the status where you're at? You've seen
0: absolutely no movement whatsoever at the house.
3: It is boring. I'm getting eaten
2: alive by bugs. Cause... It's,
0: it's been like three hours, maybe four hours. Nothing.
2: Yeah, uh, the light's still on. Haven't seen any movement. I, I'm I'm wondering if anyone's actually here.
3: You know, maybe it was a relay of a voice. Um, that's a possibility. Why don't you guys do a walk around the place once and then head over to the table? It's getting Cop- dark. Sorry. Copy that. <laughs> All right. Let keep us updated if anything changes, and um, it's getting dark. So, should sooner you get here, the better. There's no moon tonight. Raj,
2: over now.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so, what are, those of you who are at the table? What are your plans at this point? You know, you've still got four hours to em. Well, what, what, what time is? It? Let's say it's eight o'clock. So.
1: Is there still is there still a reasonable amount of light that we're yeah,
0: dealing with? Yeah, a fa- fairly decent amount. <laughs> and it's probably about now that the others are are joining you. Oh, oh you guys were going to do a once around the house. There is, there's, there's a back door. Uh, actually, let's 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 go to that because I don't okay. know if you want to do something.
2: So, all right. <sighs> uh so I'll go grab grab Margaret still hiding in, in the garage and uh, mm-hmm. relay that information to her and you go yeah let's uh let's go around and and circle this house see see what we see mm-hmm. the the guys are uh getting a little worried without without their ladies keeping in uh yes of, of course but well, we are we are the spine of the group so yes, we should... yes, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay
0: all right uh the, the house is i mean it's 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 a fairly modern uh build uh you walk around it um, you get the impression from the way that it's built there's probably a basement
6: mm-hmm.
0: and in fact on the, towards the back you do find basement windows little little rectangles but you don't find like a basement door to get back okay. um uh there's a couple of steps going up to the back door uh no movement nothing uh, there's nothing nothing that appears
5: big enough for like a giant person to get out no okay um do you do you think anybody's here
6: Heather?
2: i i don't um do we see like a uh phone phone wire going into the home you don't okay and uh are basements common in California, or is it? Would this not be really? No. Okay, so this is something unusual. Okay, all um, right. want And I'm assuming, I looking through the windows, you can't see anything.
0: Well, you look through the windows, and it's it's pretty dim in there. You can't really see anything. You can see furniture. And,
5: um... Well, do we want to see if the back door is unlocked?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's go, go back here. door is not is not unlocked i mean it's it's locked (laughs) okay (laughs) it's not (laughs) unlocked right double negative negative
2: okay and uh do the uh are the basement windows if the window wasn't there is it big enough for us to uh squeeze squeeze through
6: No? no okay
2: all right okay um We'll see if the uh, door shoulders.
5: Yeah, well, I think you're you're pretty good at that. Other you're All tougher right. than I am.
2: All right, that seems like a great idea. Roll some strength. Yep. Come on. Oh, an extreme. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, the door pops. This is the back door. You're doing this to? Yeah. All right. The door pops without much difficulty. Um, and you are looking into the kitchen. Um, there is a layer of dust on things and there are some broken dishes in the sink. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, your first impression is that nobody has been in here for at least a couple of weeks, maybe a, a month. Mm-hmm. Um, do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Hey, that's a pass
5: too. Just right. eighteen is going to be a um, hard
0: success. Um, there is something that looks like gray mold growing in the sink. Ugh.
2: How's it smell in here? Does it smell like uh, food rotting or fecal matter?
0: No, it actually smells. It's got kind of a earthy sweet smell, just like the house hasn't been occupied for a while. Maybe the vague, vague smell of sweat. Okay.
5: Anyways, how does the f- how does the furniture look? Has it been like shoved away to like make a clearing for somebody bigger walking
0: through here? You, you're gonna walk into the living room. Yeah. All
6: well,
2: right. Before you do before you do that, let me uh, I'm gonna, I got one of my little baggies. I'm gonna collect some of that mold. I, I know a guy that's be interested in that.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh explain how you've got a
2: uh, i assume there's like uh well we've been carrying little baggies around so i'm gonna look for like a butter knife or something to scrape it okay and
0: you're scraping it into
2: like a little bag and if i didn't didn't have one i'd look for like a jar or sandwich okay. bag here
0: i would like you to do a luck
2: ball. so i spent some luck already there, the dice failed me. <laughs> okay,
0: um, as you you are you're scraping a little bit of this very strange looking sort of gray mold. It's you're you're not sure if it's really hairy or bumpy. Um, uh, you you get it in there. It, it almost looks like it's reacting slightly to your cutting it mm. and the tiniest bit of it gets on your index finger. Oh. And within a couple of seconds it starts to cover the tip of your
2: finger. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna like you know try
0: I saw no. that. You went like this. Yeah, yeah I know. I was like, All oh, right. that came out wrong. At which point, it's but, now on this hand, too. Yeah, I was
2: going to do that, but I was like, I don't want to be looking like a sex move. But yeah. <laughs> that's what I was trying to avoid. But yeah, I, was, I, I would do that because like, what the fuck? You know? Okay.
0: When you do that, it's now on this hand as well, and you can see that it is growing and spreading rapidly.
5: Oh, shit! <laughs> Heather, what's... Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh,
0: fuck. (laughs) Uh, You're in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, Bleach. Look for bleach. There is a bottle of bleach under the sink.
5: Okay. I'm going to start. Don't touch anything. Just get your hands over the sink and I'm going to (laughs) start
0: pouring bleach. Uh, It actively tries to avoid the places where you're pouring bleach by moving to the other parts of your hand it it. Ch-
5: <laughs> all right so i'm going to try to i'm going to get a pot and i'm going to pour the bleach in it all right and just sh- shove your hands in there <laughs> like seriously we gotta <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got no right. other ideas um <laughs> otherwise we're amputating and this is we ain't
0: amputating you do that and of course bleach is pretty toxic even to your skin after a couple yeah. of seconds um Go ahead and do a luck roll.
2: Oh, come on, baby. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it
0: starts to, it, uh, most of it starts to come off, but you can see pieces of it that are still trying to climb up your arm at this point.
2: Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm assuming a sanity roll. <laughs> There's
0: probably sponges yeah. here and everything else. Yeah, do a yeah. sanity roll.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like, I'm roll. already like me personally losing sanity on this. Oh <laughs> uh, six. No, uh, no, that's a foul. All my good rolls went to break open the door.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, do a one d four.
2: Okay. Do I lose any? I passed.
0: Uh, just one. Three points. All right. Yeah, you're, you're pretty panicked at this Stay one. calm, yeah. Heather. <laughs> um, you, you've sort of noticed that you're almost able to keep it at bay by scraping it off. It takes it a second to sort of recover and come back. Um, mm-hmm. right, do I have gloves? Uh, I don't know why you would have I don't know. <laughs> um probably not. Uh Dr. Evans to a spot hidden. Sixty-five is a pass. Um uh, you notice at that point that there are little patches of this gray mold uh throughout the kitchen here and there. Um so it's there's a lot of it. I mean, it's it's here and there. Um, so you got to be kind of careful what you're doing. Uh, uh, Dr. Heather, do do one more luck roll. Come on.
2: Come on. Change chain dice.
0: Yes. <laughs> <All right>. Pass. <laughs> um, well, by, by scraping it and turning the water on and using bleach and a sponge and everything, you're finally able to pretty much get it off but it it takes you a good 15 minutes of scrubbing yeah you know, with soap to do it and you're sure that it's gone because you know that it would just grow right back
2: right uh, okay. i'm assuming it, i was making it, it noise like hell right yeah.
0: and yeah. nothing mm-hmm. in your skin is red yeah. wherever it was it doesn't doesn't burn it itches just a little bit but oh all right, well, you we better be very careful, but I don't think anybody's home. Yeah. Um, Margaret, you had mentioned going into the living room.
5: Yes, I want to turn on a flashlight at this point. I want okay. to be yeah, very probably... cautious of that mold. Like, I don't want
0: to... Um, as you step into the living room, you notice three things, one after the other. First is you immediately notice the couch. The couch has been broken. Okay. It's, it's broken right down the middle as if, as if some extremely large person sat on it and, uh, and it broke. Uh, you also notice that there is a uh, uh, television uh, with a VCR uh, and it looks like the VCR machine has also been broken hmm. and, uh, but there is a tape partly sticking out of it Um and the third thing you notice is that in the room, in the corner of the room, there is a camera on a tripod with a little red light blinking. It's looking right at you guys.
5: Well, I'm gonna blind it with the flashlight. You know, shine my flashlight into the camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go unplug it.
0: Okay. Take the it tape.
5: Unplugs that takes the tape out of it very cautiously. I'm I'm looking for mold on everything now, but.
0: Okay. Um, The room, uh, there are uh, magazines, books, uh, uh, nothing that looks really important, newspapers. Uh, It definitely looks like she was here, but... Pretty much, things are broken, and uh, and there isn't upstairs.
5: Okay. There's well, I want to take the tape out of the camera. Okay. I'm realizing this is the '90s, so it's not oh, like yeah. a webcam.
0: Well, no, it's actually or, an electronic camera. Oh, is it? There, there's no, there's no web, there's no, cam, there's no tape in it. There's a tape in the VCR. Okay. Well, t- I'll take that. I'll take. I'll just take the camera. Okay. My brain
5: was telling me that that was a webcam, so somebody is watching us remotely, but.
0: That's well, not it's a, just it's it's just uh, it's not a webcam, but it's uh, a what do you call it? A uh, digital. Yeah. I a, like a, a security camera. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay, a closed uh, closed circuit. Okay, there it is. Okay, interesting. Well, I want to go.
2: No. Heather, how are you
0: feeling? <laughs> uh, uh, she feels itchy.
2: Yeah, let, let's hurry up. But we're already in here, and I'm not going back into that kitchen. You do
0: notice that the the cable from the camera uh goes around the room and down into the basement oh, okay
2: well okay, so we can see the uh so it's like drilled through the floor that no it's not... just
0: it's just the cord just wraps around the room and then goes through the basement door down into
2: the oh, okay, so we know where the basement entry to the basement is, yeah all right, and all right. Let's go.
5: So, there's so the door, so we can see the door to the basement. Uh-huh. Is there anything that we could like push in front of it to disrupt something coming up? Perhaps not really. Okay, everything's kind of broken. Okay, uh, well, I want to go, I want to go see what that light on upstairs is.
2: All right. Oh, what's the basement door? Curiosity's getting better at me at the moment, so I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to, uh, while he, while, while Margaret's going up there, I'm going to relay on the walkie-talkie. We're inside. This place is a madhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: all right, so Dr. Evans, you go up the stairs and uh y- you can see that there are places on the railing where that that black that that gray mold is. Um there's not more of it. There's I mean there's there's little bits of it, but it's not like there's more upstairs than there is downstairs. Okay. Um, uh, as you come up to the top of the stairs, you can see a bedroom door, and the lights on in the bedroom.
5: That's and the yeah. That's the door when it go open.
0: And when you look inside, there is a king size bed that has been damaged by something incredibly large laying on it, uh, and there is. Uh, another television, little television, uh, and another little VCR. This one doesn't look like it's been smashed.
5: Okay. Is there a tape in it? No. If I put the tape that I have into it, will it play? Uh, Yeah. I just want to see what's on it real quick.
0: All right. So what you see is... At first the tape sort of crackles and it's, it's mm-hmm. black. And then um, you think you are looking uh, at a nighttime scene. It's very dark at first when you're looking. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it looks like it's some sort of little valley because you can vaguely see stars twinkling in the background. And uh, ahead of you in the picture, there is definitely a large slab of stone. Okay. And as as you are standing there, you see an enormous woman carrying two cows under, like this mm-hmm. she's completely naked um, you don't see her clearly you're just sort of seeing shadows moving and you see her take the cows and lay them on this slab and she begins to say something you can't hear the words that she's saying and she slaughters the cows looks like with a big, big axe which to her looks like a small axe. And the, the camera begins to sputter and uh, the signal begins to get very hazy. And then it it, it, goes, it goes to just static, but there's little flashes. And in those flashes, you see at first like swirling clouds. <sighs> and then all of a sudden There is something there, and it's the thing that you saw in the thing. So do a sanity roll. Yeah, crap. 25 is a pass. All right. I'm still going to make you do 1d4. 1d4 plus 2. 6. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Roll a 1d8. This is where
5: I die running through mold. (laughs) <laughs> Eight. Uh,
0: okay. 1d4. Two. All right. Uh, when you see this, um, you are completely, completely terrified, and the first thing you do is you grab the VCR and you smash it. Okay. And... Uh, Keith uh, uh Heather you hear this upstairs this crash and your only assumption is that something just got yeah yeah
2: Margaret. all right yeah.
0: and Margaret you are you are shaking and
5: kicking <laughs> it probably a little bit yeah i go <laughs> i'm like trying to use the radio but i'm like
2: <laughs> i go running up the steps <laughs>
0: I should have Dr. Heather do a luck roll to see if she touches any of that gray mold on the way. But
6: I won't. I won't. <laughs> the...
2: Trip and fall, in my face in it. <laughs> I ran up there. I got my tire iron ready when I come. That's okay, you
0: I come, come I into the room and you see the, the, she is standing in front of a, a, a television that's now just static, but she smashed the VCR. Um, you see the bed's damaged. Uh, you see, the room is in disarray. There are large colonies of that gray shit on the bed itself, too.
2: Oh God, Margaret, Margaret, what,
5: what the hell's going on? Every everybody, um, they're bringing that damn thing to the stone. Over <laughs> the, 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 the tape Heather, there there there's a tape. She's she she killed the cows. She killed the cows. She brought okay. that thing from Don Biozyme out into the woods. What? What? Noelle. She, they took Noelle. She needed another sacrifice. I'm, I'm sure of it. Noelle, I. Ugh. We got to oh, get no. out of here. Ugh. She was watching us. She knows we're here.
2: Noelle, could we got to get a bas- head start. Noelle could be in the basement. We can, we haven't seen him left. Well, do you want? Do you want to? Go down
6: there.
2: I couldn't live with myself if she was down there and she got sacrificed, and we, we, uh-uh. didn't, we didn't at least look.
6: All We're right, gonna, let's go
2: we'll, we'll, in and out, in and out. Let, let, let,
5: let's just go. Is the is the cassette tape destroyed?
0: Um, not
5: really. I'm gonna start ripping the tape out of it. Okay, that
2: makes sense. That's how I'm reacting to this. We'll look at that. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kindling. <laughs> I got my lighter. We'll burn this, burn this place down. <laughs> And I'm going to, uh, cause I know shit. I know Margaret's in a hurry. I'm going to run. I'm just go go to the basement and open the door.
0: All right. Uh, you can see the cable from the the camera running down into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go down. Yeah, I'm assuming the stairway's normal size, so I'm yeah, thinking that and there's no light. That, that freakazoid's not here. I'm going to look. All right. I'm. I'll. I'll follow you. There's, like,
0: there's one of these kind of lights.
2: Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Shouldn't sure. should go alone, Heather. Shine my flashlight on the pool chain. Make sure there's no uh, mold it, on that. It doesn't look like it. Then, then pull the pool chain.
0: Um, you go down into the basement, and there is exercise equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, though the exercise equipment does not look like it's been used in a long time. Um, there's a washer and there's a dryer. And there is a large electrical box with Hmm. multiple conduits not going into the house, but out the wall just below ground level. Hmm. They're going somewhere else.
5: Jenny isn't here.
4: Copy that. I wonder if she I wonder if she has uh, you sure the house is clear? Pretty sure. Ethan, ask her uh, you know, since I spoke to somebody, there must be some wires leading from the intercom to where Jenny's really hiding.
3: Well, we all had radios, so you could just
4: Right. We hadn't really determined whether we were all carrying them still, Mm -hmm. but
2: Oh, all right yeah we yeah i was thinking the same thing there uh but you know uh there's wires going down into the ba- basement floor i mean you know there's and this there's this mold, place is old here and my, my arms are shredded yeah, because,
5: there, there is a highly dangerous uh substance in the house um yeah. very hostile mold um we don't want to be prying into the walls to find where the wires are going that doesn't feel terribly safe. There's colonies of this everywhere.
4: Is it like the stuff at the golf place, the golf farmhouse? That was green. This is gray. Yeah.
5: yeah, this is, I mean, similar kind of strange. Um, the, the mold got on Heather and started growing and attacking, like going up her arm. I was reacting intelligently when we tried to remove it. So wow. digging into the walls and digging more of that out is not going to be healthy.
4: Did you get a sample?
2: We don't um, want to risk it. Yeah, I, I tried, and uh, I—I'm I, afraid I dropped it, and then we poured bleach all over that bag. Yeah, so, so,
0: Doctor oh. Doctor Evans, as you're standing there talking, uh, you're looking at the electrical box, and you're looking at the little window above it, and you're looking out to a spot hidden for me.
5: <laughs> Sixty-two
0: is good. You can see that there's. Something about thirty feet from the house, uh, on the on the the ridge that's right there next to the uh, where the, where it goes down to the uh, the river. Mm-hmm. Looks like maybe a little antenna or something sticking up.
5: Uh, we have eyes on a, an antenna out here,
0: out in the dirt, outside. Heather, come look at this. Okay. It looks like, from where you're looking, it looks like it's in the rocks. Hmm. Maybe she has some kind of
5: cellar out there. We're gonna check something real quick to see one last check to see if we have a location on Jenny here. Um, but if that's a negative, we'll meet back up with you. But just just be careful. From what I from what I've seen, she's huge.
4: That sounds good. Be careful. You said that there was an electrical conduit leaving the leaving the premises.
5: Yeah, and it seems to be heading over to an antenna outside. That's what we're going to go look at.
4: Um, why didn't you kill that? Why did you kill that electrical box? If there's a arm switch. Do uh, you?
0: before you do that, Doctor Evans. Do a, uh, an idea roll. Hmm.
5: 76 is barely okay.
0: Okay, that's okay. There's way much more electrical conduit and stuff going on here than this tiny little house and the one light bulb upstairs.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: There's a lot. There's probably a lot of equipment in in here somewhere. Yeah, maybe in the other rooms upstairs.
2: Well, well was running into the floor, you know, um, and it, it, cement floor. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, this is definitely all these cables are going that way.
5: In
2: uh, outside, okay.
0: Somewhere. But you can also see that there's electricity coming into the house. Is there a switch? The roadside. Is there a fuse box? Yeah, the whole thing is a big fuse box. Much larger one than what you'd expect.
5: Is there, a, I want to throw a kill switch. Like a big, like start turning the breakers off.
0: Okay. As long as they're not covered in mold, I want to start <laughs> All right. the breakers off. Uh, so you're gonna turn the turn all of them off?
5: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We have our lights on, so when the light here goes, we're, we're still can see. All right. Um. will go off. All right. Well, let's let's go look at the antenna, Heather, and let's get out of here. Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. Yeah. Um. So you guys head out of the house, avoiding the mold, and you, you cross the, the distance between here and the antenna. And what you can see when you get there is that, uh, your, your assumption is, is that those cables are buried in the ground here. Mm-hmm. But when you get close to the antennas, you can see where some of them are coming out and attaching to the antenna, but all of the other ones are going into a fissure in the ground Hmm. Um There, these, these are. F- this is probably a volcanic um, geology of this area. There could be caves, or there could be something under. Because you're, you're maybe fifty or sixty feet from the river down below. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Uh, we think that. We've found some wires leading, uh, connecting the electricity line in the house uh, down underground into a fissure. We think Jenny might be down there over. Yeah. I
2: think I think we're going to need the guys guys for this. We're we're going to get into a place where we're going to be in trouble, just the two of us. And you know, I I hate, hate hate to rely on the, on them, but man, we're 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 getting into.
5: i don't i don't want to go
2: down there heather Um, yeah me neither but she's
5: gonna come back up to us eventually right if she's gonna go ahead to that stone although i don't know what we're gonna do to stop it how how tall does she appear i mean it's hard to tell but she was like holding cows on her shoulders right so she's like 20 feet tall like how tall maybe 18 she's like she's two stories tall at least from what I from what I saw on that tape, who knows how how yeah. big she is now?
2: Yeah, and I don't think we have any guns, so well, we got the trank gun, but Ethan's got it. That's why I'm thinking we need to get back back to them. I I, I don't want to go into another place.
4: Did Dr uh, Doctors Evans, Doctor Mills, did you see any sign of the dynamite that Jenny stole? No, or anything that looks like it was used. Dynamite was used on. It?
2: no no it doesn't look like it uh but you know we found a what we believe is a cave complex that you know she could be storing it in
4: or maybe storing herself in
2: yeah exactly
6: uh Uh,
4: do you want to join us down here because i think we know she's coming this way and we might be able to maintain some element of surprise
6: dr
0: mills to a spot hidden for me (laughs) <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> okay, how about Margaret? Do I head to a spot hidden?
5: 74 is squeaking by.
0: Okay. Uh, Dr. Margaret, you're not absolutely sure, but in the light, you think that maybe 100 feet from you, along the ridge on the other side of the house, that there might be a path in the rock heading down to the river down below
5: well we found a probable I, I see a path like there's something going up the cliff or down the cliff down towards the river looks traversable or does it look traversable by a very big person
0: you can't see it from where you are that well I'm gonna get closer okay um let's go back to the others uh you guys are uh what are you gonna do? It's now it's now fairly dark. Right. We've been
4: uh scouting for a location or two from which we can keep an eye on the rock but but be fairly Okay. Not obvious.
0: Why don't the three of you do spot hidden's for me? Oh one. Uh. The other two don't have to do the oh one
1: wins <laughs> Hey, oh, hey, this, uh, this sapling looks good to hide behind.
0: <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Carlisle, as you are kind of trying to scout out a good spot, and there are places, there are rocks, there are trees, there are there are things you can hide around. Uh, Doctor Carlisle, you two things happen. One is. Uh, You stumble across something in the grass and uh, you smell something horrible. Like kind of like rotting flesh.
3: You want me to do a... um, No,
0: you did. This is your spot hidden. There's something lying in the grass behind the bush near a tree uh, about it's about 150
3: feet from the altar itself. I'll light it up with the flashlight and call. There, it, it's
0: it's definitely something. Uh, what you're looking at are two ovoid sort of things about the size of watermelons. They're purplish black they're shriveled up and they stink to high heaven like like you've never smelled anything like this but
1: would we have smelt would we have caught whiffs of this elsewhere around the table or no okay um,
0: I'd say that you're pretty sure they're rotting
3: but you don't see any bugs or insects or anything there's no flies. And you said it does have a purplish tint, right? Yeah, kind of a uh, purple black. All right, so I, I call the guys over. Uh, you come here, like you and I start back. Remember what happened with purple for me? So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I, I start backing up immediately from it. My hand shaking a little bit, and I have the light on, it, and you see my flashlight shaking a bit. I'm like, you. Uh, uh, And I'm just stuttering and I'm pointing with the light.
4: All right. And we're looking as well. Uh, Are they,
0: they, do they look wet? Not really. Like they've dried out somewhat, but.
1: We do a biology roll to try and.
0: Yes, do a biology roll. And also Dr. Leach and I have smelled rotting tree stump
4: creatures before.
0: Yes, we have. It's not like that at all.
4: 47 is a regular success.
1: I have a hard success, okay
0: you're ninety percent sure that these things used to be flesh of some sort, but there's nothing you can identify i mean it it looks like some sort of an organ, but
1: you don't know what or from what there's are the two
4: the, so the two go
0: ahead
1: so we we know it's some sort of flesh. Like animal?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what you're... Uh, okay, but we can't identify from,
1: what kind of right. animal it's from. Okay.
4: And there's no visible mold or anything? Nope. Are the two things touching each other?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, they seem to be attached.
4: So it's a it's a it's it's two ovoids clumped right. together, and they're right. the size of normal watermelons. Yeah.
0: Big watermelons. Big ones. Um. And it's, it's shriveled. It's obviously dried, shriveled. Jesus.
1: But uh, I can't
0: identify what thing this ever came from.
1: Hmm. I'm at a loss here. Or
0: what their function was.
1: You if got it, anything, Desmond?
4: I'm, I'm pretty... They're like giant... So they're like giant raisins. Two giant raisins that are attached Kinda, to each yeah. other. Uh-huh. That smell like death. Fleshy death.
0: Well, yeah. There's there's no smell that you've ever smelled like it, and you can see that nothing nothing is near it. There's no no scavengers. There's no insects.
4: Um, are they are they
0: resting on grass, on rock, on dirt? Your best guess would be that they were dropped here. Yeah, they're on grass and grass and dirt. How does the grass look? Uh, the the grass that's right next to it is definitely stained. Something splashed on the ground here when this was dropped. Some sort of liquid, but it's not red or rusty colored. It's black.
4: Jonathan, my instinct is to burn these where they lie. Uh, but I don't really want to send a column of smoke up and warn
1: right, right. Big
4: Jenny. Uh,
1: Let's, uh, Well, uh, so I'll, I'm a a bit at a loss. Is Um, there
4: anything on the surface
0: that looks like blood vessels? Maybe, yeah, something. They definitely look like they were some sort of bodily organ.
1: Let's get, uh, let's poke it with a stick. And if it doesn't poke back, we'll uh, worry about that later.
3: He, he, get, don't, don't go close to it, uh, and I'm backing, still backing away from it. Oh, like, okay. um, oh, good distance. You poke it
0: with a stick, and it's very leathery. Uh, uh, you you can't easily penetrate. The,
1: the any leg. reaction? No. Okay. Does the smell get it's worse?
0: Definitely dry. Uh, if you if you if you pierce it, yeah, it's it's. It's right. definitely nasty. All right, uh, I, don't,
1: I don't think it's going to be immediately harmful. Let's uh, let's focus on the present here.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Did it feel when you poked it? Was it light, like a husk, or is it weighty, like it's got fluid in it?
0: Uh, no, it feels light. It does. It feels like it's desiccated somewhat. Jesus,
4: I wonder how much bigger they were before they dried out. Uh, I bet they're a month old though, twenty-eight days. Do you want to cover them with a bush and uh, leave them for later? Maybe. I want to stop smelling it.
1: Yeah, let's just let's just move to the other side of the clearing.
4: <laughs> All right, and I'm looking for something like a shelf of rock on one of the near cliffs that would make a good vantage
3: point. Okay. Yeah, after I take a good 10 minutes to get my composure back, I want to look for a nice spot where I can set up with the Trank rifle. Okay. Uh, Let's just say after maybe 20 minutes or so, you guys
0: find vantage points. And after 40 minutes, um, Dr. Mills and Dr. Evans don't show up. And after an hour, they don't show up. Key the radio, and there's no response on the radio.
1: What time is it?
0: It's approaching, let's say ten thirty.
4: So we're in full dark. Yeah, and we've lost contact with. Margaret it also and
0: seems like, uh, uh, and it's still fairly warm. This is still that horrible summer heat going on, but. Uh It does look like some hazy clouds have moved in, so there's not even starlight it's pitch black
4: Well, we have to get in touch uh let's Let's see if we can get some some higher ground and if they respond let's check them um, every four or five minutes until we get a response
0: uh you do not get a response from either one of them
4: okay. The last thing and that they didn't show up. The last thing that Margaret said was that she was looking at a uh, a pathway on the cliffside behind Arm Brewster's house, right? Is that what you guys remember? I believe so, yes. What I heard. Well, I'm 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 loath to miss the midnight rendezvous. But uh, you know, Mills and Evans could be in danger, so I think we should all go back, right? Unless somebody wants to stay here and witness the main event,
1: right? Well, we're, that, we're pretty fly.
4: Well, you know, if 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 Margaret was right and uh, this table uh, turns into the divine mother under the right circumstances, then. We'll probably know about it, even if we're far away. Whereas, uh, if we lose Mills and Evans, I won't forgive myself. And yeah, they were they, trying to—they were trying to track, a you know, possibly, possessed giantess.
3: I mean, their safety is paramount above anything that we could do here. So, I mean. Uh, I ha- we have no choice. At least I have no choice. I have to go looking for them. All right. I'm willing to stay here and try
4: to document or prevent events, but it might be best if we all are uh, present and active. I don't think we might, I think we would have been in trouble in Biozyme if we hadn't all been together. Yeah. And so- there'll be another new moon in 28 days if, you know if the world lasts that long. True. So back up
0: the hill. Yeah, let's go. Are you all going to go?
3: Yeah. Yep. All right.
1: Um what do we have? I've got I've got two cans of bear spray. I'm feeling um, uh
3: a bear little spray in the trunk.
6: All
0: right. So uh it takes you what did we say? How long to get back? An hour?
1: Yeah, roughly. Hour and an hour and a half. Um we'll just say you're 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 motivated. So and it's and it's dark. So
0: and it's dark. So we'll say you're motivated and it's dark. So we'll get we'll just say an hour. So it's probably about eleven thirty. Uh when you get back to the road and you're you're approaching Jenny's house and obviously you didn't encounter anybody on the road coming. So as you're approaching the house, you can still see that one light bulb on. That's it. And it's very dark.
4: So that light bulb is still on.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. No, the light bulb is uh, actually, no, the light bulb's not
4: the light bulb is on. So are there, uh, they didn't understand my suggestion about the switch box or we have somebody on site. So let's be, uh, let's be uh, mindful and, um, uh, keep to the tree line as we go and try to find that antenna that she, she told us about.
0: Okay. Uh, now that you know that it's there, it's not that difficult to find.
4: And, and, you know, I think we should have our, uh, if we have headlamps that have a red switch, we should go with red, or we should have our hands over the flashlights and just be keeping our light very local. Okay. So yeah, the um, that,
1: pointed down.
0: What's
4: the antenna sense. look like when you would get it right on it? Uh,
0: well, it, it looks like maybe for a, um, a cellular, not a cellular, is that what they called them back then? Uh, mobile, uh, well, one of these. Like a car phone. Yeah, like a big, uh, big cellular phone. Um
4: well let's snap that baby right off at its base.
0: Okay. Um
4: who's well, gonna I know snap we're here
1: now.
0: Who's gonna snap it off? I'm doing it. Okay. Doctor Flores, do a listen roll.
4: How do I have such a low listen roll? Because I never listened, I rolled a thirty for twenty-five. I will happily spend those five luck points. Okay, because I'm keen to hear what's going on.
0: All right, as as you sort of reach for the uh, the antenna, uh, and you realize it's coming out of a fissure, it's coming out of that. You can see that it's it's obviously been threaded down into this fissure. Uh, you can hear noise coming from the fissure. And as you as you get silent for just a moment and you listen, uh, uh, you can hear Jimi Hendrix uh, along the watchtower. There's got to be someone out of here. Yes. There's music coming from down in that fissure.
4: You know, wave the fellows over. Ear down. Uh, it's and it's half of midnight now, right? If it was ten thirty when they stopped responding completely, yeah. Um, and we didn't pass 10 anybody on the way up. I'm still t- sorely tempted to break this thing. Um, the fissure uh, is parallel with the cliff face or perpendicular to it.
0: I guess it's, uh, it's, uh, is it slicing across the river? It's slicing No, it's slicing in the same direction. So it's probably uh, obviously part of the, uh, the rock structure itself, but it definitely goes, you you can, I mean, it echoes to that the sound of the music. So there's definitely something down there must be caves or something.
4: Uh, right. Uh, Gentlemen, do you think that the um, the entrance to this is on the going to be on the rock face toward the water? Because it's not big enough to get down here, right?
0: No, it's, no, it's, yeah. it's pretty tight.
4: This might be what Margaret was talking about. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, investigate the cliff face over the water.
1: Yep. Do we have any rope? I didn't bring any.
4: You know, I think we have some in
3: the car, but that's not so close.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Not a lot of good.
3: Oh wait, we did have rope because the guy climbed out of the fissure because oh, we had.
4: That's right. Yeah, when we went to look at Noel's vehicle, we used rope. That's true. Yeah, good. So we can we can at least give ourselves a little bit of a
0: safety edge. Uh, are you going to try to climb down the, the cliff? Well,
4: we're going to look first for the for the you know, Margaret described a traversable
0: path. So we're looking for that. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. There is a place that was probably put in by whoever owned the house before. It's a definitely a little easily walkable path that sort of uh, switchbacks down the, the cliff, a little past the house and uh, comes out on the beach.
3: So we would be able to walk it. I don't want to say no problem, but it, we don't need to climb down it, right? Right. Okay.
4: Okay, yeah, keep the lights dim and look for some way into that rock face. Uh,
0: I'll take point. Okay. So as you're going down... Um, Uh, You come out, uh, the the ground is kind of gravelly and a little bit sandy uh, next to the river. And uh, the cliff rises up, and there's places where the cliff is pretty steep. Uh, uh, And as you walk along, it actually gets steeper. So it's definitely a a rock granite uh, cliff. And um, as you go along, you find a little spot where there is a definite crack in the uh, in the rock face, and you can feel air that's coming from that. It's, now it's much too narrow to go through, but a little farther down. Can we uh, hear Hendrix through it? Um, maybe, but it's far far distant it's barely there um you definitely hear that sort of uh awe sound from the ins- you know that sort of cave sound right um uh farther down the beach however you can see that there is a large boulder that is mostly blocking uh what looks like a cave entrance.
3: We're coming from the top of this diagram or the bottom? You're coming from the bottom. Sorry. Okay.
4: And the, and the crack in the rock near the bottom is the one that's correct. Giving out the air is coming out of.
0: Yeah. You can't, you can't fit through that one.
4: Was the air cool or warm going in or out? Cool.
1: And is, there, out? is there lichen on the rock? Has yeah, it it's just a regular
0: recently? regular rock face. Yeah.
1: Okay.
4: Is there um, driftwood or anything on this on the on the beach? On the beach? Yes. Yeah. So we could try to pry this boulder up,
0: but enough to squeeze through. Um, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like you should be able to do that. It's a very large boulder. You wouldn't be able to pick it up or move it, but with with the right leverage.
4: But two of us leaning on a piece of driftwood should be able to move it. It should only need a few inches, right, to squeeze past?
3: Yeah. Is it on sand also? Uh, it's on rocky sand, yeah. Because so we could even dig a little yeah. bit in front of it. It doesn't
0: look natural. It looks like the the
3: rock came from somewhere else and was pushed up against this
6: entrance.
4: Yeah, I think this is Jenny's front door. uh, And I think we want to move it as quietly and as little as possible. I think it's a lot easier for her to move. Yeah. Um, The air coming out of this cave. Also cool. And it's coming out. And if we listen, do we hear anything?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you can definitely hear. It's not Jimi Hendrix anymore. It's uh, it's uh Bob O'Reilly by the who
1: Good taste.
4: Pop music table number three. <laughs> so so we find up the biggest piece of driftwood that we that we can try the lever with. Let's see. I'm a very moderate strength. Are either you guys stronger? I've got than, than a, half, a, a
1: average build,
3: a little bit above average.
1: Yeah, kind of large but average, average. Uh, um, muscle well, bass, tone.
3: Uh, you could probably manage
0: two people on the lever pushing. So. Uh, pushing and pull. I, actually, I think you can get two people pushing and one person pulling. So why don't you all three roll strength? All
6: right.
3: 30 out of 60, uh, hard. Ooh-hoo-hoo. 62 out of 50, fail.
1: I'm five away from a hard success.
4: Well, that'd make up for my failure.
1: Uh, Desmond, you want
0: to do? Uh, you want to add some luck points to it?
4: Um, uh, I'm gonna. I would rather try to push the roll. Uh, I'm gonna think about uh, okay. my romantic feelings for Doctors Mills and Evans, and uh, brace my hand against the rock as well as I give it all I've got. Okay. <laughs> this is when I snapped my forearm.
1: Could tear your ACL. <laughs> <All
4: right. laughs> Thirty-eight. So that is a, success, a normal success.
1: Okay.
0: Um, the rock itself makes some noise as it moves, the scraping sound, but you do manage to to to, to push it enough to where you could squeeze you'll have to like get down on your hands and knees and sort of squeeze but you can get you can get through there you don't really have to squeeze but you know you're you 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 do there's not that much room to get through but you can definitely uh uh you can tell there's yeah you can hear that music off in the distance
4: And the music's echoey enough to suggest that we do, you know, between it being somewhat distant. Well, whatever. Let's hold on a minute and see if we. Is there any light
0: coming down the j- channel? Well, not not that you can, you got to go through.
4: Right. If we're just leaning down, you, we can't see anything except blackness through the hole. Uh, All right, well, let's give it, you know, let's give it a moment to see whether a giantess comes bounding down the hall. And if not, again, I'll take point.
0: All right. So, Desmond, you squeeze through, followed by uh, Carlisle and then Dr. Leash.
1: Take up the rear. Do I hear uh, any chanting of... (laughs) c e five
0: So you can see as you sort of come inside, you're in a a long uh not too narrow, maybe fifteen feet wide uh cave that's leading into a much larger area, and you think vaguely. That you can see some light coming from uh, farther away
3: down the hall. like it would be direct from the east. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um,
4: And uh, I guess this the uh, width of this is a couple of a few people, right? Even at the beginning.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like fifty feet wide.
4: And uh is this is does this look like it's been dynamited? No. It looks weathered. It's it's looks a natural, natural formation. Interesting. Correct. And is it so dark that we have to feel ourselves feel our
0: way along? Well, if you turn off your flashlights. Yes. Right. Except that there might be some vague glow to the east from ahead, right?
4: Uh, but we can, you know, with our fingers over our flashlights make out that gap on the right side as we Head in. Yes. All right. I, I'm going to go in there, and uh, I'm
3: going to go there first rather than heading right into the lion's den. Now, is this like volcanic stone? Is this like a lava tube? Or it does.
0: It looks like it's probably was probably formed uh, by lava, basalt. Right. Um, now, you said, "Oh, were you going to go into the lower side chamber?" Right. Yes. I. Yeah. Do you guys have? Uh, are, you guys have the red lights on? Is that what you said earlier?
4: I have a. I do have a headlamp that's on red. Yeah. But I have a flashlight too, because this thing doesn't get that bright.
0: Are you going to turn on your flashlights? Uh,
4: I want to. My plan, frankly, is to go into that alcove and turn on a bright enough light to read the. Endurance chant.
6: Okay. Because
4: um, otherwise we're fried.
0: So, uh, Dr. So but
4: first, I'm going to get a feel for the space to see if turning on the light there is going to expose me immediately.
0: Uh, you don't get any kind of breeze from there. The breeze is coming from farther on. Uh, the alcove, though, uh, is pretty black. Um, but it looks like it's maybe, you know, 15 feet wide and maybe 20 feet high. The the ceiling is maybe 20, 20 feet above you. And it um, doesn't
4: smell like anything, this little side chamber.
0: Well, it smells. Oh, please are here. Uh, it smells. I almost want to say vaguely familiar, but, um, this is this is all pre you you turning your uh,
1: your light on.
0: Uh, where where are the two of you, Doctor? Uh, doctor I'm
1: doctor. I'm behind everyone. So as he veers off,
3: maybe right. ten or fifteen feet behind uh, Doctor Desmond. All right. So
1: as he veers off, I'll whisper,
6: Desmond, where are you going?
4: Um. I- I wanna see what's here before
1: we meet uh, Big Jenny. All right. We'll just kind of creep forward then.
0: All right. Um, So Dr. Desmond, you're about to turn on your light.
4: Again, it's the red headlamp first before I, so I can see whether I'm in danger if I turn my flashlight on.
0: Okay. Uh, You turn your red light on and you can't see much. You can only kind of see the ground around you. And as your eyes are sort of, you know, trying trying to see what you're seeing, there's a moment when you think there's there's something right ahead of you like 10 feet from you. It's soft and it's lumpy. But, but it's sort of move it's, it's off into the darkness. And there are these black, shiny sort of things in the front of it. Y- your mind is trying to grasp what it is. Uh, do you turn on your light?
4: I'm gonna take a few steps backwards first, and then I'm gonna put my fingers over the front of the flashlight and turn it on. Okay. And gradually illumine.
0: Well, okay. When you turn it on, I would like you to do a luck roll.
4: I think I just spent some luck So Oh, four. I'm lucky
0: tonight. Okay. All right. So as you back up and you suddenly turn the light on, we have to condense a couple of milliseconds into the description. Um, the first thing you see is this strange black triangular sort of thing floating in the air. It's it's shiny. Uh it it there's something twinkling beyond it like like your light is reflecting in it. And suddenly these lumpy things, there's two of them on the ground, they suddenly raise up this is all within a split second, and this whole mass suddenly lunges forward, and you're you find yourself in that instant staring into a mouth that is at least five feet across. It's filled with uh, three rows of shark teeth it's got this huge tongue you're suddenly knocked flat on the ground by what must be ginormous claws and you're pinned to the ground as this thing slobbers all over you and this voice rings out like that for the other two what you see it, it, you're all going to do sanity. Uh, you see this thing come out of the darkness that scares the fucking shit out of you as it attacks Desmond. But in the second millisecond, you realize it's a fucking puppy the size of a horse. That talks. And it, it's pins Desmond to the ground. And it looks up at you and sort of goes and <laughs> wags its tail. And it says, it says, You're not supposed to be in here. I'm the guard. You also okay. notice it has, it has the equivalent of a uh, 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 pie tin on a rope around its neck, and in big letters it says, Willie.
4: Okay, let's roll for sanity. Yeah, Start.
1: roll for sanity.
0: Especially just Dr. Desmond.
4: I, I was just going
0: yeah, to try to fight the, a quiet...
1: What's the damage on a pass?
0: I failed. Um, on a pass, just do, do one point of damage. If you fail, do three. I rolled an 82. And it's like, what are you doing here?
4: Um, Sputtering around the drool. uh, And I'm sure my flashlight was knocked out of my hand, but I've still got a, I've still, so I'm seeing just this, wet black nose with a little red light on my forehead. Uh, yeah, I want to answer his question, but I don't, I don't think I have the presence of mind. I'm just trying not to scream
1: too much. Is the, is the tail wagging?
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. I, now, I know I this felt my sanity, <laughs> but I have, I'm an animal expert. Can I be like who's a good boy? Who and like kind of shy and you don't have to ask
0: me if you can do that do you do that?
3: Well, I mean <laughs> am I do I have my mental faculties enough to it looks like it looks like
0: an enormous horse-sized puppy with obvious alterations. There are definitely something here That instead of whiskers, almost look like tentacles. Hmm. They're little short things. Uh, It definitely has three rows of teeth,
3: and it's speaking English. Right. That's why I was asking. (laughs) So, fuck it. I'm just gonna try that and be like, "Who's a good boy? Who's?" And use my animal handling and try and like go up and like play with it. I know it might smack me around a little, but I wanted to get off Dr. Desmond and. See if I can get in its good graces. It innocently
0: just immediately responds uh, by Oh, you're you're new people. I should go get mommy.
3: uh, Play with us. I'm going to see. Does he let me go touch him? Oh, yeah. I'm going to scratch underneath his, his neck and behind his ear. His hair is a little wiry; it's oversized.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, he responds quite quite well, but he's like uh, he's like, "Mommy said that if anybody comes in, I was supposed to, I was supposed to make sure that she knows."
1: Did I, did anyone else? Has anyone else come in here recently?
3: Mommy brought two people in, and the whole time I'm gonna be like, you know, getting my fingers in there and 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 scratching his, thumb, you know, whatever to distract him or can her. You,
1: can you show us where she took those two people?
0: Yes, and he immediately writes himself and uh, bounds into the next chamber
1: okay let's let's follow for better or worse
0: um,
4: uh, guys endurance chant endurance chant endurance chant and I'm wiping the drool
0: off my face so he came okay. from that that area then mm-hmm. went that way and he goes he just goes immediately through this room and into the light
1: all right Desmond.
0: Yeah, I think And you hear, him, right. you hear him you hear him in the distance not too too far distance going "Mommy, mommy, there are people here."
1: I I hope we last long enough to enjoy the hangover on this Desmond.
4: Yeah, me too. Let's see what two times is worth.
1: All right. And I'm just going to as seeing as Desmond's the expert here, I'm just going to Follow along behind him
0: as you approach, you start to turn a large corner. Well, this is after we've done the chant, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was okay, okay,
1: that's what I was following him on.
0: And I have you all done the chant, all three, yeah,
1: okay. Uh, what's what's the what's the,
0: the how does the well once you do the chant you feel you feel a little ill at first then you feel like you're being filled up with some sort of energy and then you feel better than you've ever felt before
4: see you guys i told you
0: wow i told you
1: this could be addicting
0: i've been okay hey. We'll we'll discuss the consequences afterwards. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. But as you, uh, as you approach the light and you start to turn, you can see a glimpse that there is stuff set up in the other room, like equipment. However, at that same time, you hear another voice in there say, Willie, stay. And all the lights go out pitch black except for here. Damn,
4: damn, damn. Uh, All right, uh, uh, lights out. We're small and fast and she's big and probably slow.
1: Yep, spread out.
4: And lights out and we'll be Um, able to hear her.
1: Desmond, do you have anything on you?
4: Uh, Just the bear spray. I don't think she's gonna care about that at all. The thing, I think think we've got to find We've we got to find our, our hostages. Yeah, yeah we right. Need to do nose nose and
3: eyes. Now yep. I d- don't know the mechanics on the tranquilizer rifle, but previously I would have dialed it up as high as I can do. Yeah, that was water, the plan for. Buffalo.
4: That was the plan for you know the the, the stone table. Right. And We haven't heard anything like Dr. Mills or Dr. Evans or Noelle
0: say, help me. No.
4: We're in
0: here.
3: Um, okay. So as you guys are standing there in the dark, what do you do? Spread, spread out. I'll yep. go down on one knee like this, just in case she comes with a pitchfork or something. Yeah,
4: I'm moving along the wall because that's the only way I can move forward. In pitch black, and we're listening for a giant, crazy monster lady.
0: Well, uh, after a couple of seconds, uh, you hear Willie once again say, "There are people out there. and she's like, "Who, Who are, are you, people?"
6: <laughs> Low voice.
0: Who, Who are, are you, people? <laughs> strange double resonant voice.
1: Who are you, people? wants to take point on this. Uh,
4: Jenny, we're scientists. You have our friends. You're the one at the door. Oh, that's me. That's me. We were worried about you, Jenny.
0: Listen, I don't want any trouble.
4: Then if you release our friends, We'll leave you in peace here.
0: Do you have weapons?
4: We would be foolish to not have weapons, Jennifer. Listen,
6: I don't want to hurt you. Thank you. If you weapons,
0: drop them. And I'll turn the lights back on.
4: Do you want to, uh, do you want to make a deal with us, Jenny?
0: I want to know who you are, but right now we're in a stalemate.
4: Well, I think you know that you have an advantage over us physically.
6: I also have your friends.
4: And you also have our friends. But we have your secret. If even one of us got out of here, your, your home here wouldn't be safe anymore if you hurt us or our friends.
0: Willie, guard you hear her say that and all of a sudden she's like and yeah you hear the dog coming towards you you can't see it Um, uh, but I'll say do a a luck roll to see if it accidentally runs into you Uh,
3: oh I made that actually (sighs) just by the slimmest hair me
4: too I, got, I felt I, a flex of his drool on me
0: again.
1: That might be an extreme luck roll.
0: <laughs> well, in any case, it runs past you, and you know that it's going back to guard the entrance. Yeah.
1: In that alcove?
0: Yeah, so that you can't leave. And you hear Jenny say, you're, you're not, not going, going anywhere. Drop well, your weapons.
4: Jenny, I'm glad to see that you are still... Uh, very logical, and that this experience hasn't impaired your judgment. That was a very clever gambit. Um, but, you know, we Willie's a very good puppy,
3: and we would hate to have to hurt him to escape. Hurt the dog you your old dad. We could We're have worst. done that already when we first met him. We didn't. We're not here to hurt you or your puppy. Surrender. Drop your weapons. And everything will be fine.
4: Jenny, uh, we would be more comfortable doing that if we could hear the voices of our friends.
0: That's not possible at the moment.
4: That is very troubling to hear, Jenny. Why is it not possible They're, for us to hear? friends are fine. Well, if they were fine, they'd be free. No more negotiation.
0: Drop your weapons, and we can resolve this now.
3: Well, if our friends aren't there to speak to us, they're not there for you to hurt. I'm afraid that's not why they can't
4: talk. No. Well, gentlemen, what do you you say? I mean, frankly... All we have to put down is the trank rifle because the bear spray is palmable. You know. For whatever it's good, it's going to do with <laughs> Well, you know, under the back Fine. pocket and easily available. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, again, all very quiet. Um, I don't, I, she seems very flexible. Uh, the, um, the... Uh, enchantment did not give us extra vision powers, obviously.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Willie can see in the near pitch dark because he's a dog. Yeah, she apparently can't. But yeah, I don't think we have a chance
3: in the dark. So I'm the only one armed. I'm putting it at, against the wall. All right. I, I actually, you know, I do.
0: She's like, all right. And after a couple of seconds, uh, the lights come on.
4: And they're electric and incandescent lights. Yes, that are out of our immediate visual range.
0: Um, they're fluorescents, actually, uh, and uh, you can see that she has a large laboratory set up. Wow. Okay. Uh, she has quite a lot of equipment, and uh you can hear her talking from that lower uh large passage and she says, "Now come into the room and your your friends are down there in that cage. Go inside.
4: Uh, no we're not wait go so the cage, the cage is the little um yeah appendix there at the bottom of the lab and she's speaking from the duodenum on the right yes uh and the lab is uh natural stone walls but full of equipment yes it looks like stuff that we saw in the black lab at biozyme uh
0: yeah some of that there's also uh there's tables there's books there's uh uh a lot of stuff there's pieces of large furniture that are shoved over towards the side there's uh you mean like easy chairs for giants like well like she originally was using them and then she just they're just useless and she threw them aside and
4: jenny is so big uh so she, and she's suggesting we should go toward the cage or into the cage she says just just, just come, come into the room, room.
3: leave into the, the lab behind you it's it's against the wall I'm so gonna
1: stay, cause I haven't I haven't spoken out loud.
3: Oh, that's
4: good. To
1: her yet. I'm gonna stay behind a little bit. Uh, yeah, she
4: doesn't need to know you're there.
1: I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna hang back. I don't so think Willie
4: can count.
1: <laughs> so. even if he can, I can, I can try and do the good boy routine and make it out if shit hits the fan. So.
4: Um. So this, so the lab is lit with fluorescent lights so and we can see the bars of the cage? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, you know, carefully moving into the room, the two of us, hands up at first. Of course, bear spray's right here in his pocket.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: I gave, I gave Ethan my spare. Well,
3: bear I Spray had one. Okay, I, there you go. I had one, yeah. So as you come
0: in, so, into the room, Uh Jenny steps out of the darkness and she is at least 20 feet tall. Wow. And she says, "All right, I need you to get in the cage cuz I don't trust you. But you won't be hurt."
4: Ah, uh, I'm sorry, Jenny.
0: Why would we agree to that? And she, she, from behind her back, she produces a boulder that probably weighs tons or two hundred pounds, and she's like, "Because I can throw really good." Uh,
1: Hearing that, I, it's, I've just yeah, I'm going to move. have just done the en- closer to the rifle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I've just done the endurance chant and she doesn't want to smash her equipment and she can't hit us both with a rock. So my impulse is to bolt up one of the sides of the wall and I guess jump or clamber onto her back and say, you're not the only freak in the room, Jenny.
0: Is that what you're going to do? All right. It's going to get in the cage. We'll call that as an attack, but it's a grapple.
4: So fighting
0: brawl is that what's appropriate? Yeah, I'd call it a brawl. Yeah,
4: and I assume I have some sort of endurance chant bonus.
0: Um, no, and I'll tell you why in a second. So okay,
4: it only works once. <laughs> I would need
0: more than a bonus. I rolled a ninety-one. Okay. Well, you and, and your extreme strength and agility, you leap into the air, you, you bounce against the wall, you come around. She rolled an 08. Um, her hand just goes up like instantly, catches you in mid, mid-flight and pulls you down like this. And she wraps her fingers around your head. And she says, get in the cage or I'll tear his head
6: off.
3: You'll be killing the only person that could probably bring you back. I anymore. don't give a shit. Get in the hood, Get in the cage, or he's dead. I'll go over to the cage.
6: Sorry, Ethan.
4: And I notably do not pluralize my apology.
3: Okay. And ju- as I get in the cage, I said, if we're not back outside in an hour, there'll be about... F- uh, SWAT team will be here. Just, just throwing that out there. We might be dead, but so will you. And I walk into the cage. All right. And that's uh, not a bluff. Believe it or we not. walk into the cage.
0: You see Dr. Mills and Dr. Evans. Uh, there's a piece of cloth that's been laid on the floor, and they're both laying on it. Uh, they look like they're a little bruised, but they're, they're breathing. They're not, they're not physically injured very much. Um, uh, they're, they're medicine, medicine
3: checks on them while they're unconscious. You're, right. you're, okay. <laughs> but they're not I don't they're see Corbin. Bro- Bar- okay. Um Uh
0: she then immediately takes Desmond and walks over to the cage and shoves him inside and locks puts a big old big old monster pad lock. On. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, locks the door and she says look
3: I'm sorry that
0: I had to do that but I can't risk you getting out of here
3: tick tock one hour
1: I'm while she's saying that I'm getting out of here okay
4: past Willie yeah
1: just very calmly scooting my way towards the, uh, the boulder okay
0: As you are moving towards the boulder, uh, this voice says out, Uh, 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 I see you. Mommy says nobody goes.
1: Um, Quietly, I'm going to say, oh, you did such a good job. Um, Scratch behind his ears. And then just keep kind of slowly edging yeah, my way. He ain't gonna
0: let you leave. <laughs> no, no.
1: Okay. Oh, you're doing such a good job. You should, um, you should go and tell. You should go and tell mommy how good of a job you're doing.
0: I I think that that's a good spot to to end it.
1: Not gonna let me do a persuade roll.
0: Nah. <laughs> he's he's a good puppy. He's obedient to mommy.
1: Yeah, he should go. He should go tell tell mommy how good of a puppy he is <laughs>
0: <laughs> our players included morgan llewellyn brian daly keith craig jason melnichok and david gassaway with yours truly as keeper of the secrets we're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a ritual listener experience we provide audio only versions of our shows free you to download from podbean or itunes The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the Into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.